The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. It was so surreal. It was like it was almost like you're in the middle of a television show and you don't realize it. Okay, like I was assuming you'd say like a video game or something. Maybe a video game. No, more like a mystery movie where it just keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And then it's like, okay, am I on? Am I on camera at this point? Hmm. Because this is really strange how this is all happening. And I still don't know what was causing it. So you never found out? I still don't know. That's why I want to get it out I there. saw you write about it and then I was waiting for an update and I never saw anything. I know. I think everybody huh. was waiting for an update and I never got one. I still don't have one, which is why I may need to go undercover. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And we are live here, like I said. And thank you so much for tuning in today. We do want to highly encourage everyone to go to <laughs> FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. It, you sure should. It's the best way to go shopping. If you just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link up at the top of the page uh, and fulfill all of your shopping needs. Yes. Purchase something for you or for a you loved one. You deserve something. You've been working so hard. You have. Maybe just right now, let's go Let's go get yourself a present. Yeah. You know that thing that you've had your eye on for a while and you're like, oh, I don't know. I've been saving my money up you know, for yeah, bills like, and oh, stuff. Oh, it's so expensive. But yeah, but you know, like an, an, an extra few bucks after the holidays, you're like, you know. What would make a lot of times you can get a little sad, like the post holiday blues. Oh, you're really taking that down. Why not perk yourself up a little by getting yourself something shiny by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that Amazon sure. link? Sure, spending is the best way to fight depression. Yes. All right, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, or subscribe to our live stream. Um, also, uh, one other thing you can do right there, and I do want to keep saying this, is that we do have some tickets left for the Fun Employment Radio Experience, which is happening on Saturday, January 27th. There are two parts to this full day of fun at the Landmark Saloon, and the first part is the ticketed part. So the ticketed part is our live show, and it is $10 a ticket. You get to come and watch Fun Employment Radio live in a small venue at the Landmark Saloon. It is a wonderful place at 4847 Southeast Division. We'll have uh, we'll we'll be there performing. We'll do our show. We'll also have a wonderful performance by a surprise comedian. You know what this almost feels like? It almost feels like a, a mini festival, Greg. It is kind of a festival because that's the it's first a fun part of the festival, day. Festival, an FER festival. Yeah, and so the first part is this live event, which again, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the experience link right there and get your tickets. Get your tickets now because there's only a limited amount that will be for that part of it. After that's done, after we have all of our our fun and and, and all of that, then the doors will open to the public at around probably 2 p.m. And we'll be playing a movie to start off with. We're going to have Groundhog's Day. Playing right there. Groundhog Day. I know, I just said it, I said it and then I was like, oh, it's I just said that one. Wrong. It's just, Groundhog it's Punxsutawney Phil, Greg. Groundhog Day. We'll be playing Groundhog Day. And, you know, we can all kind of relax and hang so out on a Saturday to, afternoon. Well, because we were looking at cult movies and we're like, what? Well, this is so close to Groundhog Day. And that is one of the quintessential cult movies. Absolutely. I love it. I celebrate Groundhog Day every year. That's good. So I kind of want to watch it over and over again with all of you fine folks. So we'll have that going. And then there is going to be Bingo. Bingo! Oh my god, will be happening. Free we bingo. bingo in months. No, we we haven't, yeah. and it's it's free fun employment radio bingo with great prizes. Uh, we've got our buddies from Asylum that are going to be bringing some prizes, and our overall sponsor for the day. What we're going to be enjoying beverage wise is some wonderful not your mom's iced tea. Not your mom's iced tea from the same people that made not your father's root beer. Not your mom's iced tea is absolutely delicious, and we'll be drinking that all day because they are our fine overall sponsor. So it's going to be a really great day. Awesome. Lots of stuff happening. Because that goes with a festival, iced tea. 
Absolutely. Alcoholic iced tea. So save that date, Saturday, <laughs> January 27th. Come out to the Landmark Saloon with us. Okay, there. We've got all that done. Uh, coming up on the show today, too, we're going to be joined by Mr. Tim Ledwith. Which I cannot wait to hear the story. I only know a little bit <laughs> about what he's going to talk about, but I know enough to know that I need to I've, know so I've much more. I forgot that you didn't know about it. No, I haven't been involved in this email chain, so Yeah, I, don't know. I didn't realize that. So Tim, not only a great comedian in town, also going to be starting a brand new job. A side gig that I think starts tomorrow. So he's going to be telling us about that. I'm just going to wait for Tim to come on to talk about that. And trust me, everybody will have lots of questions for him. So that's all coming up in a bit. All right. So I want to talk about what happened yesterday. Okay. So um, it was such an odd experience. If you're friends with me on Facebook, I posted about it. But I want to try to get to the bottom of what happened. So to set the stage, you know, it's probably about, I don't know, 6.30 p.m., but probably probably about 6.30 in the evening. And it was uh, dark. You know, obviously it's dark. Was it's, it a it's dark winter. and storm? It was a stormy night, actually. It, it was, was a, dark a dark and stormy, stormy night. night. Yes. A dark and stormy night. I, was, I went down to go get some food. And I haven't been feeling that well. Just coming back from Las Vegas, and it seems like everybody in Portland's getting sick again. Blah, blah, blah. So I think everybody's kind of getting a, a cold. So I'm just like, I need to go get some food. Oh, also, side note, my truck has stopped working again. So I was actually using Sarah's car. Sarah let me borrow her car. That's which, why thank I was you. walking in the rain by myself. <laughs> well, welcome. I appreciate that. No, you, you have a you have to go downtown for a bunch more stuff. Like, it's fine. I, I like an, You know that I love going for my old lady power walks. Yes. I like any – I basically just use my car to, like, go and visit my family for the most part or when I'm feeling, like, super lazy in the morning. But, I mean, a lot of the places I go to are – Within well within busing or walking distance. So. Yeah, and so I, I I appreciated being able to borrow the car yesterday. And by the way, if you uh, work on cars at all, send me an email. I am so tired of my car problems, but I have know nothing about car problems. So uh, if you do work in the car industry, I've been in touch with a couple of people. Uh, send me an email. Um, I'm always open for more advice. Thank you very much. All right. So anyway, I was driving and I went to go get some food, and I was driving back uh, home. And you know, I went a little ways away. I had something in particular I wanted, and so I I went and got the food. And what did you get? That's not part of the story. It doesn't really matter what I, what I was getting. No, but where? I, well, now you said you went out of the way. Where did you? Well, go? no, I was just explaining. Did no, you go to a fancy matter. Taco Bell again? I did not go to a fancy Taco Bell. I was sick, and you know, they want your comfort food when you're sick, and so I decided to go get the food that I I wanted, and it was a little bit of a drive, but it was fine. And What's it was, your comfort makes me good. food? Well, it doesn't matter. It just, nobody cares about that part. Greg. I mean. <sighs> Taco time. I got taco time. Every now and then I get a craving for taco time. It's different than Taco Bell. It's different. Oh, my God. So I was almost hitting the nail on the head with the Taco <laughs> I went Bell. To, I went to taco time. Taco you time. not live that far away from a taco time. Taco time is one of those things that, um, you know, it's, it's I don't know. There's, there's a chain of them. It's a, it's a Northwest chain. And... Uh, I think that, well, maybe they're beyond the Northwest now. Anyway, I wanted to go to Taco Time. I told you, every time I drive up uh, up north, that is one of my spots that I stop in. It is Taco Time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yes. No, it's always like, for some reason, that's part of my of my ritual driving up north now. So I understand a good Taco Time craving. Well, that's why I had to drive to go get it. So I wanted to go get it, and you know, I, I went a little bit further to go get that. So anyway, I'm doing that, and then I'm driving uh, back. And as I'm driving, I'm going down, and I'll, I'll say where I was. I was driving down 50th Avenue in Portland, southeast Portland. So anybody who does know that, uh, north of Powell. And I start seeing these weird things. So it's dark out. There's not a lot of population in that area, so you normally don't see people on the sides of the streets. 
It's not ske- – well, it's a little uh, sketchy. If you it's see a little sketchy. Them, they're, they're most likely up to no good. It's a sketchy area. And so the first thing I notice is as I'm driving, I see out of the corner, you know, on the peripheral, this is all happening on the right-hand side of the road. And I see this guy like running out because it's very dark, but there are kind of streetlights on there. And I see this person running out from the dark where the, there's this like sketchy little apartment complex. And he's running out. And he runs around his car, which is parked on this, or I assume it's his car, which was parked on the side of the road. And he runs up and is like frantically trying to put keys in the car. Like the guy was sprinting. And he, then he turned around and just like looked up at me and looked like right into my headlights as I'm driving by. So couldn't see you? Was he just looking at the headlights? I don't know. It's like I, he was startled that there was a car there, even though it's a major road. And so he's looking up and he looks... This guy, I'm telling you, he looks like a villain from, like, True Detective or something. I mean, he really does. He was, dre- he was a white guy, dressed in black, a big uh, pointy beard, like a reddish beard, and, like, some weird stocking Wait, cap Wait, why do you on. say specific- specifically, like, True Detective? Does he look like some sort of, like... He seems like he would be one of the, um... Like, in, like the I first season or the second season? First season. Okay. First season, there so were the, the, the only one that counts. First yeah. season, there were the white gangbangers that they hung out with yeah. for a while. Uh-huh. He looked like one of those guys. Okay, okay. That, like, that's... I would just... He just fits that. It's just like, yep, I could see you being involved in that. And, and he's sitting there, like, frantically putting a key into the car. Like, he's like into, run- the side, into the car door? Yeah, trying to, trying to get the car door open. Like, he's panicked. And I'm like, okay, that was really strange. And it was strange enough to where it registered with me, even in that neighborhood. I'm like, that was odd. Mm-hmm. Something's not right well, there. You can always but- tell when something seems a little off. Yeah, but also I'm used to that neighborhood to where I'm like, eh, well, whatever, move along. I guess nothing to see here. Whatever he is doing, he is in a very, very big hurry to go and get out of this area. So I keep on going, and this is this. All of this happens within about a three to four block stretch of road, and I don't make any turns off of this road. I'm on this road the whole so time. So that's the first thing you see is the guy, like the guy, yeah, frantically trying. Look, it's like he's being chased by a monster trying to jump. Get exactly. Into his car. Yeah. yeah, it could be a monster. Could be you know he's trying to get away from something or whatever. And yeah, frantically trying to open it, and so. That's still sitting in my mind, and I'm still thinking about this. Like, that was really weird. But I'm driving along, and then I get about a block down, and this is where the next thing happens. And there's probably about four to five people. I want to say they were all, seemed to all be men, um, that were, like, running around in, in, on the sidewalk. Like, running around, like, in a, in a panic, almost like a circle where there, one's turning around and yelling at the other one. And as he's like running backwards really fast. Yeah. And there's a guy in shorts and a shirt, which the weather here is not shorts and shirt weather. It looked like he he had just like got up. I mean, if I was going to say it, it was like basketball shiny shorts, but almost like he had left in a hurry from wherever he was. Hmm. And he was running backwards down the street, yelling at his friends, like waving his hands. Yeah, this is like, this is another block and a half probably past where the other thing happened. So a block and a half down the road, there's all these people and they're, they're like in such a panic, it's almost like they don't know which way to run. And this is all happening on the side of the street. And one guy turns around and starts running out into the street to hmm. where I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to hit this guy. Yeah. And I, I started slowing down, but he, he caught himself and then turned around and, and ran back onto the sidewalk and just started sprinting down the sidewalk. Like sprinting down the sidewalk. That would make me nervous. I would like be locking was, my doors, locking my doors. I was getting, I was getting pretty nervous about what was going on at that point. And just like, this is, how does this happen? You know, these two different things 
all within this stretch. Like something really weird is happening here. Mm-hmm. And the final thing is this. So I get to the bottom of this little hill, and this is about another block further. And I'm about ready to go around this corner. And this woman runs around the front of a parked car and just runs halfway out into the street to where I slammed on my brakes. Because I, had I not, there's a very good chance I would have hit her. Jesus, not in my car, Greg. Don't hit people in my car. Well, I'm, I certainly didn't want to. Yeah. I certainly didn't want to hit anybody in the car. But I mean, this woman, I mean, she darted out into the street. Like the definition of darting out into the street where you're going to get hit, mm. that's what she did. And so I slammed on my brakes and she quickly turned around and went back around and stood in front of the hood of this car. And so I was, I was maybe a car length back. And she put her hands on the hood and just had this look of terror looking at me. Through the window. Did they all just do like a bad batch of meth together or something? I don't know. That seems like some sort, that seems like tweaking a little. May, I or mean, you're in a horror movie and you don't quite know like what the storyline is. Or I'm in a horror movie. But and you would have known by now if you were in a horror movie. Because not necessarily. Be, I mean, I with wouldn't. all the nosy Nellies of next door and like all. Well, like, we'll get to that part. Yeah. I mean, so I'm standing there and, and, you know, I stop and she realizes like she's staring at me and she's got her hands like gripped on the hood. And she realizes I'm not going to go because I stopped my car so I don't hit her. And then she just turns around, like does a like 90 degree turn and just bolts across the street and keeps on running up this. It's a big hill on this other side. Keeps on running up the hill. And I, I didn't even know what the hell was. Like was she heading north or south? She would have been heading uh, west at that okay. point. And so she okay, just kept going. About. Yeah. And I. I'm, I'm sitting there like, okay, the combination of all three of these things is kind of blowing my mind. Like, what, what the, f- like, something is going on here. What is happening? And so I rolled down my window, and I didn't know what to do. I just yelled at her. I'm like, are, are you okay? And I yelled at her, and she, she kept running. She turned around and looked at me, and then just turned right back around and just kept running, like, never breaking stride. Huh. And so at that point, I was like, okay, do I follow the lady down the road to see if she's okay? That seems kind of weird on my part, so maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, don't follow. Maybe it. I shouldn't turn to check on the lady. <laughs> or no, are you okay? Then it's you know. Then but I'm seriously, her. are you okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, if she's just, not responding, just like she no, okay. decided to keep on going. So I'm just let her go, and and that's what it was. So that was the last of the thing, and then then I end up you know going home. But I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the hell did I just witness? And I followed our buddies at PDX Alerts, and I tried to follow a bunch of different things. I tried to follow on next door, and I never really got an answer. Of what was going on. So still, I have no idea why all these people were Yeah, and I'm looking on PDS Alerts right distance. now, and there's nothing on there. No. And I didn't see much on Next Door. So, I mean, but PDX Alerts wouldn't have it unless there was somebody calling the cops. Uh, yeah, that's because true. Because Unless there were no scanner. police. So, I mean, if there weren't police involved, then it wouldn't be on the alerts because there wasn't anything involved with the scanner. Yeah. So that leads me hmm. to think, you know, and I was looking on Next Door, there was like some police activity Always away from there, but I I kind of don't think it had anything to do with it. I mean, it's possible, but there's plenty of police activity normally in that area. But there was nothing like right in that section where that happened that I noticed. So this leads me to a couple of conclusions here. One, you know, I may have been maybe maybe something did go wrong. There maybe there was a deal or something that went wrong, and this is why everybody was running. So I don't know. I I don't know. It seems like it. it like some weird horror story that I read once about like uh, people who all did these uh, and you know it's some like fake story but like did sy- these synthetic drugs together and made them all like crazy and trip out and like do all that stuff that's what it most likely sounds like particularly in that neighborhood 
I could see. You think a whole group of them did? I could it? see like maybe them at a like maybe they were all at a house party or in some like van, all smoking their meth or doing whatever it is that you do with the with it, and then kind of freaking out and running separate directions. Because there's a group of I would say total. I'm not too sure about the second group, but I would guess there was four to five in that. So let's say you know seven to eight people that were all in this stretched out over this three block stretch, hmm. or. There is some kind of a monster loose. I mean, that's entirely a possibility. There could be a monster. Um, the bottom line is, I think, you know, to get to the bottom of this, because I did post it on Facebook and nobody was able to give an answer, I think I may have to go undercover. So I'm thinking about, you know, heading back to that area and trying to see if I can figure out what it was that, that happened and maybe, you know, go undercover a little bit, get mm. like a rough and tumble, like, outfit on. And and go try to uh, ask around, be like, "Hey, man, yeah, you see all that happened last night? You know, I heard about it. You know, what'd you hear about it?" And then see if somebody can tell me what happened, and that way I can find out. Yeah, nobody's gonna tell you shit. You look like a narc. No, I don't look like a narc. Not yeah, when you I'm do. dressed up in my outfit. What's your outfit? When my out- I'll have a. I was gonna go for the leather jacket again, but I realized that people aren't as, as big fans of the leather jacket. So mm-hmm. maybe not a leather jacket. I'll have like a long, like like an overcoat. Almost like a duster kind of look to it, you know, with a with a maybe a cowboy hat duster kind of look. No, no look is ever completed by wearing a duster. Because no narc is going to be wearing Unless you're in like a Stephen King novel, you are not allowed to wear a duster. A narc is not going to be wearing a duster and a cowboy hat. That's going to be like, okay, that's I don't exactly quite know this person. exactly what a narc would be wearing. That's, like, that's from the costume department of like narc academy. Like, no, it is not. You Yeah, you get the cowboy hat and the duster out. No, the cowboy hat and the duster. And then it's like, okay, well, he's just a traveler. You know, coming through here, but we can trust him. You know, he's not somebody who's going to be like ratting anybody out. So let's tell him what's going on. You know, and then they'll give me the scoop on what happened, and then I'll know. You know, that's I just want to know. Oh God! And then All I can right, tell. So, no, tell so we people. just don't know. No, we don't know. We don't know what happened. That's what it is. I have no idea what happened with this. Tony says, "Hey, I have multiple dusters." Oh, sweet. Okay, so we can get the duster. No, but then Tony, uh, maybe Tony's pretending to be someone he's not. Um, I don't even actually know what a duster is. Is it like a like a badass like cowboy. an overcoat, like a cowboy coat? You is know, it like that a goes down to like your. No, it's not a poncho. It's like a. Um, it's real long, goes down to like your ankles almost. It's one of those ones that like a black long coat, right? Mm, kinda, but I mean, it's a duster. That, like, look just up because duster. You, it's like you're speaking a different language than me, and you keep like slowing down and louder pronouncing duster. it. No, you know it's not like it's that. It's a like a duster, duster. a duster, duster. <laughs> no, it, it's kind of almost like a robe. If a coat were made into a robe, Ew. or a robe were made into a coat, but it's really cool. Then it's got like a big collar thing on it. It's pretty badass. So if I can borrow Tony's duster, you know, then I can actually use oh, that. It, I, that's what I'm thinking. Is it like a trench coat? Okay, yeah, kind of like a trench coat. Is that what? Oh, God. Yeah. Very few people can pull off the trench coat. I'm sorry. Anyone who's out there who has a trench coat, you totally can pull it off. I'm not talking about you. A couple of notes from the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, well, A, again, Tony says he has multiple dusters. I can borrow. Small Wonder says, is this in the same area as the taco time? Because this sounds like a good excuse to go to taco time again. No, I can't go there again. It's got to be at least a month before I can go again. Like, I have to space oh, yeah, out it's a, the shame. So, yeah, that's what it is. It's a... A long jacket. Uh, Mr. Jenky says, I think this is going to be really badass, Greg. I encourage it. Thank you. I know you have my best interests at heart. Oh, that's because he's part of your wallet chain gang. It's true. So I think this would be a pretty cool, like, okay. That way I don't have to be like a gang member or whatever they were into, whatever they were doing. But I can also be like, all right, he's a loner. 
but I can trust him. I can tell this is a loner who's not going to be not going to be an issue. Let me just tell him what happened, what happened uh, here last night, and then I can find out. So that's the plan, anyway, is to go in yeah, undercover with that. Yeah, that's not going to. Let's see if we can well. get get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, that's the mystery of the neighborhood. I got. I have to get to the bottom of it. All right. Well, should we bring our guest in now, and then after that? Um, then we could do, because I have some World of Crazy for later You do? Okay, yes. excellent. A lone wolf. That's a good call, Mr. Jenke. Yeah, a lone wolf. But like, one, you can be like, all right, we can trust him for the night. Well, a lone you know? wolf doesn't have the same yeah. dramatic meaning. Kind of like doesn't. a... Lone wolves are, are like not good. Uh, that sounds like you're going to like totally straight up murder someone. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I go, no. I'm a lone wolf wandering like by myself in my trench coat. That's... No, but with a cowboy hat. With a cowboy hat. Like a bad yeah, boy cowboy kind not, of look. That's worse. It's like a bad boy, you know, sitting at the bar having a shot of whiskey mm, kind of mm. bad boy. That's what I'm thinking. No. No. Oh. Okay. No, you just, you seem like kind of murdery. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, I guess there's implied danger, but I don't really want to. Yeah, it's not even, it's not the cool kind of danger, though. It's oh. not like the, oh, ladies find you dangerous and want, you know. No, I just want to get answers. I just want to get the like answers. It's, it's literally like, stay away from that guy. He looks like he's crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll work on it, but I'll, I'll get it figured out. All right, well, we'll get to the bottom of that. If you have any information, please let me know. You know, let me know. We won't... Yeah, so uh, it is a trench coat. Tony just posted a picture of his jacket. It's, a tre- it's like a rain jacket trench coat. It's a duster. It's mm. cooler to call it a duster. It's much cooler. A duster is something that you use to clean dust. No, it's a duster, man. So you're out there in the desert, you know, when you're wandering. With my duster on. Yeah, it's being asked, have you ever proposed an undercover character who wasn't a bad boy? Um, Maybe you shouldn't stretch it so much. Maybe you should just be like douchebag. No, I don't want to be douchebag. Then that would probably be more believable. No, no. You have all the right clothes for it. You have the right personality. uh, No, I You have the right hair. um, I think that you'd be great at it. A bad boy is what I'm going for. I mean, that's what I'm best at for undercover. I think that's how it's going to, it's just going to. Be how it works. All right. We'll get to the bottom of that. But we do need to take a break because our guest is here, Mr. Tim Ledwith. So we're going to be joined by him in just a minute where he is going to talk about his new job and, of course, his comedy shows that are coming up. Um, I'm not even going to tease it anymore. I want to. uh, Yes, I know. I want to hear about it. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are back. Hello, everyone. Here we are. Back again with more Fun Employment Radio. And we are joined now by Tim Ledwith. Hello, Tim. Hello. Tim, Hello. it is so wonderful to see you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's a nice day out. It is a nice day. <laughs> so, and, and it looks exactly the same in here. It's nice to see you again. <laughs> so what's new? So I know that you've been busy. So last time right. we talked. I want to, I want to, I want to, because Sarah doesn't really know what it is that you're going to be doing. So you, she knows just a little bit about what your, what your new job is. Uh, Yeah. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about that here in a minute. It was kind of a surprise for Sarah. But before we get to that, though, the last time Wait, Tim was on. Wait, there's more to it? Well, before, uh, before we get to that, so the last time Tim was on was when you were getting ready to go and judge Mathis. Yeah. yeah. And, which has aired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's aired. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it was a pretty funny experience. Um, really good deal if you're ever going to get sued or have to sue someone. <laughs> do that because, yeah, uh, it was great. I mean, they put me up in a nice hotel. They, oh, yeah. How was the hotel? Oh, it was nice. It was like yeah. one of them, like I don't know, uh, like kind of, kind of like a equivalent of like a Doug Fur type ho- hotel. Oh, so it was all like shishi. Yeah, and, yeah, and it was in you know it was just crazy. They have all these uh, 
Romanian women that work for this, uh, like, Escalade service driving you around. and, and, and Oh, you got, like, a private driver and everything? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Pick me up at the airport. And I remember, like, uh, I didn't have any money going in. I had lost my wallet the day before. And, oh, oh shit. Yeah, I had to fly with no ID and stuff. And um, and I uh, the Romanian lady, like, picks me up. And then we were st- sitting in traffic, and I just was telling her my whole story. And I tried to, like w- – then we go- went and met the Judge Mathis people in, like, a sketchy – parking lot where they gave me like basically like a envelope full of money it, with money in it and then like all my information it looked it wait looked, so this is just when you arrive in chicago yeah. this is what they do yeah, before oh, you even yeah. get to a hotel yeah, going to the nbc studio <laughs> with a romanian yeah, lady going yeah. through it yeah. well, and the oh, romanian lady gets out of the escalade and then comes back and she was like she was like oh yeah i don't like to know what goes on and i'm like i'm what? dealing with a court of law oh <laughs> <laughs> but she Weird. i tried to give her a tip even though i didn't have the money really to Everyone, but she was like, "Oh no, you have problem too many <laughs> for, for me to take tip." <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So yeah, I know, but they bought me a tooth. They bought me. Oh a, yeah, you got some dental work. I got yeah, I got a free yeah clip in t- like a, it costs a lot of mo- money too. You know, like a two grand. They they paid me like three hundred and seventy five dollars. Put me up in a nice hotel. I did comedy out in um, uh, Chicago. I was at an open mic that um, Hannibal showed up at. And, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, very cool. Yeah, it was very very good experience. Um, but yeah, when it aired, they didn't end up doing a lot of the goofy stuff that they were gonna do, like having uh, my plaintiff uh, introduce my uh, astrological chart as evidence against me. But um, oh my god! But yeah, I mean, they did start out the thing by being by saying, uh, like, like my bio was Tim Ledwith. Uh, it says he started doing drugs at the age of 10. Like, that was it. Like, that was, like, my... <laughs> that's all they know about you. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty funny. What a compelling background. Yeah, but I looked good on it, though. You know. did. You looked sharp. Yeah. No, I, I watched yeah. it. That was, yeah, they, they, it was they, fascinating. That was all their clothes, yeah. Hey, but you... Did you, you get to keep them? them? No, no. Really? They just dress no. you up for the thing and... Yeah, they... Uh, oh. yeah. You got to keep the tooth, though, right? I did, yeah. Okay, good. That's I don't awesome. have it in right now, but, yeah. <laughs> Just um, in and out. That's crazy. So it was a good experience, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, I recommend it to anybody. <laughs> all right, for our suing needs. Your, so yeah, they're like, yeah. all right, so I'm going to have some, some issues. I'm going to bring it to Judge Mathis. I like that. That's awesome. So you did that. And and uh, can people watch that anywhere? I mean, we're, we're, uh, it's on... it used to be. I, I have a clip. I have a clip up, but um, it used to be on. It, it, it goes up and down. Uh, it goes up and then and then it gets taken down and mm. it's on. I don't know where. We'll see if we can find a clip yeah. and attach it to this episode. Yeah, and put it up. Yeah, well, did... I, ha- I have one. Um, you did that, and then the Willamette Week thing. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really unexpected. Yeah. So name really one cool. of the top five. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. It was. It was. Um... Yeah, like the article that's written about me is like, well, there's some inaccuracies, but it's like, the thing was, was that like I went out with the dude and just kind of got drunk and then, <laughs> you know, classic, classic journalists oh, yeah. just left the, left the tape going. So like, yeah, there was going to be some stuff in there that I was like, what? No, don't put that in there. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, was, what was in there is already messed up. But, yeah, who but, was the guy? So you just went out with the... With yeah, it was just the writer from... I mean, he was really not, uh, nice. Uh, some of the details he got wrong, but nothing that made my story seem any different than it really yeah. is yeah. or anything. But um, I just was like, it was kind of a hard thing. I told my mom about it, and then I was kind of like, oh, I don't want her to read this. Yeah, now. do you want yeah, to see it? Yeah. It talks about yeah, some messed up stuff. But that was really... It was still, it was a really uh, awesome experience, and... Um, yeah, I was really uh, uh, grateful for that, and it was super, super surprised that I got it. Yeah, yeah top one of the top five funniest comedians in Portland. That is, is what, so great. What Tim was put in. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, that was cool. 
And then you were talking to us. So I want to hear about this other thing. So the other side job that you're going to be starting up. Yes. Yeah. I am. I don't know much about. I mean, I know a lot about this, but I don't know a lot about the situation. Oh. So I would uh, appreciate being in the know. Because there was a company that we talked about here on the show years and years ago. Probably like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably like five years. um, Called. I think it's Cub Cleaners. Yeah, sure yeah. is. Cub Cleaners. Uh-huh. Where Sarah had rented some people. Uh, rented. I don't know if that's the right word. You say rented some people? Yeah. yeah. I rented a them, service. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, rented a service. Yes. Yeah. Um, renting hi- people might sound can weird. Can we say hired? Hired. Yeah. <laughs> that might be better you than You hired renting. a service. Rented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some people came and cleaned, um, I think it was Heather, your friend Heather's It apartment. was my friend for my friend's bachelorette party. Um, I hired two Cub Cleaners, which... Uh, should we you go ahead and we should so, ex- explain what cup cleaners are. So cup cleaners, to my knowledge, I don't know, maybe you guys know different than I, is a cleaning company where um, strapping young lads wear next to nothing and they will clean your house or apartment or uh, whatever you need. Like based, It's like an hourly system. So you can get like the windows washed and floors and things yeah. done and everything. So I ended up <laughs> hiring... Two cub cleaners for a couple hours for my sister or for my friend's bachelorette party, which was hilarious and awesome, and also maybe not something that you do like at noon on a Saturday because it was super fucking awkward. Yeah, <laughs> wait, was it w- w- was it during the bachelorette party? It or was for the bachelorette. Party? It was during the bachelorette party. So we'd had it the night before. Then we were all like having mimosas and like brunch and things. And since we had trashed the house the night before, I'm like, wouldn't that be funny if I hire these uh, <laughs> these two hot guys to come in wearing like thongs? Oh, and so this is like after party. Yeah, this was like after party. <laughs> And uh, so um, I I forgot to assess the fact that, um, you know, maybe, you know, seeing guys, you know, walking around in shiny thongs at noon on a Saturday is not like the most comfortable thing for people like. Well, it depends on the situation. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that anyone like everyone had as much champagne as they were going to at that particular point. But uh, like as the time went on, it got super fun. Everything was fine. But I will say, like at the beginning, it was awkward. But the guys were just like so nice. Just these two beautiful men who cleaned, clean, clean, clean. Like washed the window. Everything was like kind of a show. Like clean the windows and the counters and vacuums. This is, this is good to good to hear because I haven't done, even actually done it yet. So okay, this so, is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Tim. <laughs> Has been hired on, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm on the website. Tim is going to be a cub cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so walk us through how did this how did this decision get made that this is what you were going to do? Yes. How did you how did you find this? How did this come about? Well, I forget how I came across it, but um, I mean, I've done you know I've done that kind of work before uh, illegally, I guess, but um, uh, uh, like nude cleaning work. Yeah, 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 and um, or yeah, in my underwear or something. Yeah, they say. it could be nude or something, which I find it. I hope no one wants me to be completely nude because that seems really awkward. Um, but uh, uh, but the job I have coming up is uh, it said whatever whatever you're comfortable with, which is kind of code for like you know I think wear underwear or something. But, yeah. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, no, I I just came I came across it. it. It seemed like a like a I you know I needed work and the thing is is like I. I don't know. I mean, a lot of the clients are not women. No. Yeah. No, no, no. A lot of the um, clients are not women. I know that. And uh, I don't know. There's a certain, like, I, you know, I used to do sex work and, and, and that, that kind of stuff. And there's a certain, 
I don't know. There's a very, I mean, I guess maybe there's a certain, fe- like, female too, but, like, there's a certain type of guy who, uh, gay, gay man that is, like, super into whatever I am. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, like, very particular. and Because <laughs> you are a cub, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I guess I would say that, yeah. What do you think yeah. Greg is? Is Greg a cub? Greg? I don't know what he, what, what, what's his hair situation? A lot. A lot, yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. then. Yeah. Maybe. Or, like, or what otter? was it? An otter. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think he's an otter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're definitely a cub because you're like you know sweet and like yeah. bristly. Yeah, and I don't know. So I I knew I, that I don't I don't you know I can be more self conscious and stuff about my looks and you know as I get older I don't care I just know that it's like whatever and uh, and and I don't know I I uh, so I I just sent my thing in and then uh, was immediately hired on but it's it's been kind of a long process but I uh, yeah they I went for a photo shoot and everything and oh wow so your picture will be up on this website oh no it's already that. on there it, but but here's the thing here's the thing though and I want to I want to cuz I don't know if they've changed the bio yet okay so um <laughs> The original bio they put up. Oh my gosh, I want to know your name and everything about it. I'm, I'm looking up. Oh, it's just so my I did name. this. I got my cup cleaners. Uh, le- it wasn't even four years. It was uh, in 2014. Yeah, toward the end of 2014. So, but kind of recent. But the all right. So the they have you fill out this questionnaire and then they build this bio based on it. Well, I think whoever wrote the bio. Um, like, they asked me, like, what were my interests as a child? And then they, like, applied them to me now. So they're like, so first of all, it keeps saying that I'm, like, a break dancer. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, I don't, I haven't a break, break Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't been able to break dance since, uh, like, Bush was in office. And then, uh, uh. And it, and it says that I'll like break dance at their house or something. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> naked break Paul's dancing? Process. No, yeah, you don't no. Naked That's, break that, dance? That'll no. cost you a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah no. Sorry. Oh no no. No, it's just that. Both yeah. Fine. yeah. So do you have to? So did they make a nickname for you? Like a? They said, well, no. My, you get a cub name, but my cub name is just supposed to be like it's just kind of like like kind of my name. It's like Timo or something. But like it's like um, but yeah. No, they said in the byline they were like they were like um. Breakdancing bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> bad boy. Nice. No, but, yes. I, but I rewrote it, so it shouldn't. I, hopefully, it's it's changed. I really hope it's changed now, but I don't know. Is it up? So I'm uh, looking, it's, it's, uh, yeah, let me see. I'm, I'm looking at I the, see oh, Breakdancing yeah. bad boy. So there's the Cubs. Meet our I'm reading staff. it right now. All right, I'm not finding. Oh, there you are. East Coast comedian, breakdancing bad boy. Yeah, oh, it see, still yeah. says it? Yeah. It still says it. It <laughs> needs to be taken down. That is not even, oh I will not breakdance for you, all right? Damn, this I is might pop lock a little bit, but. <laughs> this is the best thing. All right. Oh, my God. All right. Can I read Can I read your description? Well, no, because it's not, it's not the bio. <laughs> no, no, right. no. This is, this is yeah. the bio. This isn't the, uh, um, the yeah. bullet points. No, I know, but these are the, the, the bio is completely wrong. Also, it's a fake conversation. But um. All right. Our latest addition <laughs> to join Cub Cleaners comes from the South Shore of Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's true. That's about 30 miles outside of Boston. They feel the need to specify that. Uh, Cub Tim has a, whim- a winsome personality and a wicked sense of humor that he shares as a comedian. Like many of our Cub cleaners, he moved to the Pacific Northwest after a chance encounter with our beautiful region. Let's get to know Cub Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is in his own words. No, it's not in my own words. <laughs> <laughs> While living in New York, I came to visit in 2008 and fell in love with the place. And when my job with the airline opened up at PDX, I transferred here. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Yankee told us with a smile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to work as a ramp agent for a major airline, so I got to travel for free all around the country and visit cool places like Costa Rica. So in addition to working in the airline industry, Cub Tim has a background in art and multimedia design. You do. You are quite the artist. 
subjects he studied. They have the subjects you studied at college art um, at the Massachusetts College of Art and Design. Yeah, except for I don't think it's design in the title. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, I was kind of a bad kid, he told us, but also very inquisitive. I tested very well in high school, but got into a lot of trouble. A combination of trouble and brains is always <laughs> a winning, sexy combination. Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. I might amazing. steal from you. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes on him. <laughs> All right, and then I think this is when it starts to go south and maybe not as true. I'm a stand-up comic. This is, of course, true. And been lucky enough um, to tour the continental United States as a comedian. I'm also into breakdancing. No, I was. I was. I used to break. I mean, breakdancing saved my life, you know, in, uh, when I was 15. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I cannot breakdance now. I will break a hip. Um, but uh, oh. I, can, I can pop lock a little bit, though. I can, you know, I can. I still I, I can dance. I dance all the time. I think that's where they maybe they got it from too. Is that I I had talked about that I liked going out dancing because it says uh-huh. that after. But uh-huh. I think and I, maybe they equated that with 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 I like to go out break dancing, which like no. Yeah, they heard I the wish dancing. I did. And they're like, we're just gonna put break in front yeah, of it again yeah, too. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah, then it's like so th- all that stuff's go- gonna be gone though. So this is this is not my actual bio. And I do this, have to say, there's some very though. handsome pictures of you on here too. Oh yeah, the one yeah the ones in the the um, undies pictures. Yes, this part yeah. here though, where it gets down later, this self-described bad boy break dancer no, is <laughs> is you'll find a disciplined housekeeper. <laughs> He's a bad boy, but he will clean just fine. Oh, man. I will say my experience hiring uh, the cub cleaners that I did, they were, like, super professional until we finally got them to loosen up a little bit. And they they kept their clothes on. They wore their thongs the entire time. They were actually, um, the two, they they don't work there anymore. I was looking and their pictures aren't there. But they were a couple. um, But, you know, they weren't supposed to be a couple. But then after we, like... They hung out with them a little bit. They told us, but oh, okay. the house was super clean. Yeah, and no, they I mean, were very handsome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it is primarily a cleaning service. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, it's you know, it's it's that's kind of a, I guess the other part is like more of a secondary thing, and uh, and you know, I, I'm I think I'll be fine with it. I mean, I don't know. I, I've done this stuff before. But you know, I think I'll even be better with it than what I did before because what I did before was probably like a lot more on the on the, on the sketchier end. I guess. Yeah, and but this yeah. is you're working for a company. You oh, have yeah, a yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all, yeah. And there's like yeah, protection. And they have like yeah, it's all set up. It's all legit and like um, yeah. So I, I I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I have my first one, but uh, yeah, the 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 man who runs it's really awesome. They've been awesome thus far, you know. So uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how this works out. But yeah. Oh yeah, I still follow them, and they follow me on Twitter. I was just looking at this. Yeah. So yeah, if you need any, um, and listen, if you need any house uh, cleaning, and uh, you, and I, I don't even have to um, be uh, naked or or in in a. Uh, a jock strap or whatever, <laughs> booty shorts. I could just to come and do it. And uh, yeah, it says you can wear be fully clothed. Yeah. or do whatever. It's it's actually like the prices are like I think comparable to like regular cleaning services. They are. I, when I was yeah. looking at it, and, and yeah. they did a stellar like as a cleaning company, I was super duper impressed with how yeah. amazingly clean Heather's apartment was after we were done. We're like, hey, this was fun, and it got clean. Nice. Yeah. So plus, this is going to give you fucking never ending material. Maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I always think that, but then, you know, I'll go and work these things or, I, I mean, I, I live, I've lived a pretty ridiculous life yeah, at times. Yeah. So like, uh, sometimes it's just like, like I, I, I got a job at, I mean, I used to work at Taboo Video. 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, that's going to give me unending material. But then it just became just a dark. I worked at overnight on 82nd Avenue, and it was just the novelty wore off real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just bet. Like, oh, that place got has got sad. some demons in it. Yeah. <laughs> Taboo, that was the one, wasn't it on like 82nd and Powell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or 82nd yeah. and Division, yeah. Okay, yeah, and that's been gone for a while now, hasn't it? I remember. Is it's it still a, there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big. It's a big store. They sell like a lot of toys and stuff like that. But they have the arcade, and that's where like, you know, I would have to look over at uh, you know at night, and there's people trying to use it as like a homeless shelter and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. and you're having like clean out stuff and everything. I didn't clean so oh, much, God. but I had to witness a lot of messed up things. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Do you have to sign like a um? So with the cup cleaner thing, do you have to sign like a non-disclosure or anything before you go to people's houses? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. Oh, not yeah. that I know of. But. Well, because I would just want to talk about it. like that's when I. Oh yeah. When yeah. I work from a cater waitering job, yeah. like I make that. Like, I love having stories from yeah. it, but I make sure that I don't say exactly where it is or like. Yeah, I mean, I is. wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, who, who it is? Yeah. If like right. you know, If like a. Uh, um, What's his name? Uh, like Gus Van Zant hired me or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably have to sign a non yeah. he, he likes like twinks anyway, so. Oh. No, wow. well, maybe his tastes have changed. You never yeah, know. They're yeah. getting more refined with age. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. All right, but you're also still doing comedy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, what, what uh, shows do you have c- coming up here soon? Um, I'm on. Um, for some reason, I couldn't pot, speak there for a second. I have no idea why that just happened. There's, there's a show, Dork Horses. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that yeah that uh, all those guys do. Um, and I'm on that on February first. And um, uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I, I'm sure we're gonna have another. Uh, I, I run a show at uh, Helium with uh, Alex Rios called Loose Cannons, and uh, we just had one. We'll probably have one again in, in like another mo- month or two or something. What's the best way to follow for when you're gonna be doing any any uh, performances? Uh, oh, um, probably you know probably my Instagram or my, or my just, just find me on Facebook, just Tim Ledwith, uh, and then on Instagram I'm Manic Pixel Dream Boy B O I <laughs> with all like um, the dashes and what what are they called underscores in between the words. And when I was saying that Tim was an artist, I'm not lying. Like Tim has some of the funniest and most creative um, art. I've seen online. It is so fun to see what's going on in your brain that day. Oh. So I can tell it's like, what thing is? Oh, what thing thanks. am I going to make a montage? <laughs> what is Tim out talking of? about right now? Yeah, yeah. I, I um, I, I've been going pretty crazy with those, uh, those like filter, I, or those filters that you put on like with like Snapchat, you know. But uh-huh. I'll, I'll put them on like you know the news and stuff and. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of it's a lot of quick creepy videos you can make. Yeah, it's fun though because it's like a little peek inside of your brain. I would rather do that kind of stuff now. That was the thing when I got the Willamette thing. I was like, kind of like gonna. Well, I still kind of am. I'm gonna was gonna put stand up to the kind of the back burner and mm-hmm. just more work on like other stuff, video stuff or online projects or something like that. But I've been I've been going to like uh, uh, Open Signal a bunch. That oh nice yeah, uh-huh. yeah yeah and, and yeah. you know like. I want to do start doing a lot more of that kind of stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, awesome. We'll follow Tim and hire him. I was just looking back and forth. Is the guy's is the owner's name Buck? Um, no. Okay, I have I have things back and forth with Cubmaster Buck. Oh no, yeah, he might might have been the original owner. Okay, all right, gotcha. I just right. found my original emails. But you can hire Tim, and you should because he's a delight. So Absolutely. why would you not want to do it? All right, Tim, thank you so much for coming in. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's always fun having you in. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Um, it's the best. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we'll take a break. Be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
Mr. Tim Ledwith right here oh, on Fun Employment Radio. He is Radio. wonderful. He is awesome. So, I'm just uh, always so Tim. impressed by people who just are like, yep, this is who I am. This is who, what I'm going to be. This is what I need to do. Blah, well, blah, it's blah. like we were saying off air. You know, it's the hustle. It's, yep. it's a lot of work to do so, – to, to uh, follow your dreams and do something that you really enjoy, you have to hustle a lot. Yep. You know, like I don't like necessarily do. enjoy putting on a penguin suit and going downtown and you know serving things to super rich people. Well, but it's sometimes it's what you got to do. But sometimes it's what you got to do, and that's all right. And that's why we appreciate everybody listening into the show so 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 very much. So um, thank you. We do because you are part of the dream. Absolutely, and you can always subscribe and listen live six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we need to. I want to change this up to that other theme. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that one. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Axel, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. So help me, Greg, if you got me, if you passed along your Vegas weirdness to me by sitting in the same room breathing what, the air. the sickness? I feel a little weird, and I don't get sick very often, so I better not be. Uh, I am. <laughs> I've got something. It's not super bad yet. No, mine's like I feel like a little uh, spacey. Yep. And my throat hurts a little bit. Yep. Like everything else. Damn it. Mm-hmm. No. Well, there's a lot going on around Portland, I think. There's Mother a lot of people that fucker. have it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Woo. All right. First up. Let me pull up my thingies. Out of Brownsville, Brooklyn. Greg, I think I found someone who's a bigger Cheetos fan than you are. I'm an all right Cheetos fan. You make it sound like I can't go a day without Cheetos. Can you? Yes. I go plenty of days without Cheetos. Did you go today without Cheetos? That wasn't my fault because I didn't buy Cheetos. Did you have any Cheetos today? I didn't buy any Cheetos today. Did you consume any Cheetos in your face today? I will neither confirm nor deny those questions. I don't have to. Well, out of Brownsville, Brooklyn, a man pulled out a gun and shouted, I'll blow your head off, when a deli worker wouldn't allow him to buy Cheetos. With a counterfeit $50 bill. Everyone's okay. Nobody's... You got a counterfeit $50 bill and you're just going to buy and a bag of Cheetos? And all he wants to do with that $50 is buy a bag of Cheetos. Who says that they aren't addictive? Wow. Well, the Super Cheetos fan... I am not to that point. Slapped his bag of Cheetos onto the counter of Rockaway Fruits and Vegetables in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Uh, the deli worker refused to complete the sale after seeing that it was a counterfeit bill to which the Cheeto bandit was trying to purchase said Cheetos with. Uh, so the suspect decided to pull out a gun. The man said, try to do something and I'll blow your head off. I mean, he that's really escalating that's it. That's like super I mean, at that aggressive. point, wouldn't you just be, if, if you're going to, wi- if you're willing to risk charges to eat your Cheetos, wouldn't you be better off just like to like, walk out with them? You're pulling steal? a gun with, on Cheetos. Like theft, I figure, is better yeah. than armed robbery for Cheetos. Yep, so now he's, yeah, it's escalated to armed robbery. Well, he said, try to do something. Well, he then grabbed his bag of Cheetos, turned around, and ran down Rockaway Avenue out of the store. Police described the suspect as a six-foot-tall man in his mid-twenties, weighing about 180 pounds and sporting a beard, which might or might not be covered in... Bright orange Cheeto. Dust. I was just gonna say they're gonna have a lineup and they're gonna look at everybody's hands and one guy's gonna Show have like me your orange <laughs> underneath all of his fingernails. Like it wasn't me, I swear. I was framed. Well, if you saw this Cheeto bandit and have any information about the incident, please contact the police. All right. So I've I wanted to do a little research on this because I keep seeing it referenced and just so everyone's on the same page and knows what is happening with these Tide Pod things. Yeah. Okay. 
Because I actually haven't read up. I just like, okay, people are doing I stupid things. I haven't either. Like, I'm just like, I'm assuming the children are just being stupid. Like, I, I figure, like, and they're like, like eating oh, tide or something. Little rainbow filled candies. Yeah. Totally full of laundry detergent. All right. So, so this is the thing that's happening. So, teenagers, I guess, are daring each other to film each other while eating Tide Pods, which is what is the latest internet fad. So, videos. Videos uh, circulating on social media are showing uh, kids biting into brightly colored liquid laundry detergent packets or cooking them in frying pan. Jesus, fuck, this is Why? the future. Why are you so stupid? I believe the children are future. I mean. Then chewing them up before spewing soap from their mouths. The game is called the Tide Pod Challenge and is extremely dangerous. Uh, so before this one, How leading up to it. How is it a challenge? It, like, what is the goal? Like, oh, man, I can eat three Tide Pods. Like, is that, does that make you badass? I don't know. Because so I remember growing up, the kids that ate soap and, like, glue and stuff, they were not the brightest of the bunch. Like, that wasn't a thing to be proud of. No, it's like not. I remember the kids, like, you know what was big when I was a kid? Um, and my next door neighbor, one of my neighbors actually died from this, huffing gasoline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a different thing. You're getting high with that. Are they getting high off of this? I don't know if they're getting high or not, but I remember it was like a fad for people to like huff gasoline. Or I remember kids, um, this guy DJ that I went to school with, I won't say his last name, I still remember his full name, would carry around bottles of na- of nail polish. And you'd to huff just nail huff polish? All day. Okay. All day long. It was the weirdest thing. Um. Yeah, so they're also, uh, so teenagers uh, on the heels of daring each other to pour bath salts in their hands and or hold ice until it burns and starts to, you know, hurt themselves, douse themselves in rubbing alcohol or set themselves on fire or throw boiling water on themselves or unsuspecting peers. Boy, now they, they throw have moved boiling on. water? Children are assholes. I mean, that's... And now they have moved on... You can permanently scar somebody with that. The geniuses of a new generation have moved on to eating laundry detergent. God bless 2018. See, this doesn't bother me as much because they're doing it to themselves. Like, they're not pouring... Pouring boiling water on someone, I'm not cool with that. Uh, If you want to eat some laundry detergent, eh, go for it. So so how exactly does it work? Well, it's... uh, so is that this it? Is they people actually are like doing. swallow they just, it? The, it shows kids biting into the liquid laundry detergent packages. We've all seen them. I don't know. Yeah. And if you haven't, they basically look like um, like a squarish kind of bubble, like filled with two different colors. Or like one side is a colored liquid. Yeah, it's just and it's the other side is like um, slow release like, laundry detergent. Yes, and they're brightly colored, and they look like you, you know throw it in, then shiny it candy bits, and people bite into them. Well, um, no, most people do not bite into them. Yes. Um, well, no, if you're an idiot teenager who's doing this. Uh, so the, so this has been a big warning on the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission that has been on the front of Tide Pods since they began uh, about the liquid laundry detergent packs. The agency said the capsules, which are colorful, squishy, and smell good, are attractive to young children but contain highly concentrated toxic detergent that can cause harm. Yeah, attractive to yeah young children who think they're candy. These are teenagers. Yeah, so last year college they're hum- not young children. No, so last year college humor actually published a sat a satirical video t- titled "Don't Eat the Laundry Pod." Seriously, they're poison. And then it shows uh, student, a college student researching the dangers associated with exposure to the po- packets, then devouring them. He ends up on an ambulance stretcher. Also in 2015, The Onion published a satirical op-ed from the perspective of a toddler who wanted to eat them because they looked like delicious candies. So last year, U.S. Poison Control received reports of more than 10,000 children younger than five exposed to the capsules. Um, so far in 2018, there have been 37 reported cases amongst teenagers. Again, 2018 has existed for 16 days so far. 
37 cases of teenagers so far. Chewing those things on camera just to get likes and things on social media. I don't even know. All right, so that's what's... That follows you around forever. All right, well, Tide did not respond to to requests for comments, but its parent company, Procter & Gamble, said that the pods are strictly meant for use in the wash and they condemn people chewing on them for popularity. Just don't eat laundry... It used to be like, you know, try to keep like kids off the pole or, you know, do whatever as they get older. Now you have to like try and stop your uh, like close to adult teenage children from eating yeah. laundry detergent. Yeah. I mean, I just don't even know at this point. I'm, we were supposed I'm like, to have flying cars by now, Greg. Yeah. I know. I actually brought that up on or maybe I did or Julian or something like that on the digital trends thing. It's like, yeah, why don't we have our flying cars? Yeah, I mean, I graduated. This is why we don't have flying cars. This is why we don't have flying cars or personal laser beams or everybody owns a laundrobot. Because these kids eat Tide. Yeah. It's a kid's fault. I graduated high school 20 years ago today. Yeah. Or not today, excuse me, this year. Not not specifically this day. Oh my gosh, I just realized I have my high school reunion coming up in a few months. Oh. Oh, I've got to start working out. Okay. To Florida we go. A 26-year-old Florida man has been arrested after he allegedly, quote, removed a full rack of ribs from his waistband after stealing it from a grocery store. A full rack of ribs hidden inside of his pants. Cooked or uncooked? Uh, let's see. Sauced or unsauced? They're sauced. Oh, not gross. Cooked. They were not cooked. All right, so That's this guy's name sticky, is... That's a sticky, sticky mess. Mele Aguilar Alvarez was arrested on retail theft charge after police pulled the pilfered meat from his pants. The man also allegedly smelled of booze and was intoxicated. Police spotted Aguilar Alvarez outside of Rhine's Market IGA in Indian, or let's see, oh, not Indiana, Indian Town, Florida, before the ribs were taken out of the suspect's trousers. When the police conducted an additional search of the suspect, they found also on his person two packs of hamburger buns, oh. nine pieces of fried chicken, Uh-oh. and also some mashed taters. Wait, all of this was stuffed in? They were all stuffed all over his intoxicated body. See, the, these were cooked ribs. No, I think they were uncooked. Oh, uncooked. So, so unsauced. So it wasn't sauce. Greg, I don't know. It's very misleading because the picture of that accompanies it, it, it shows a picture of sauced ribs. But they might not be sauced. Maybe okay. they were just uncooked. I don't know. Well, Either altogether, way. You fit them in there, so you have to have some kind of an elastic pants situation. Yeah, so he, I'm so, curious about the mashed potatoes. Were they like just handfuls shoved into his pockets? Like they mashed them down into his pockets? Maybe they were like the kind that you like, the ones that you add like the hot water to. Oh, yeah, the quick. Yeah. Quick. Well, altogether, the items squished all over his body added up to $32.49 in theft. No condiments or drinks were taken by the suspect, and he was taken to jail. Uh, Mike S. in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, said uh, that's on my bucket list. What, to steal a rack of ribs? I'm assuming. Okay. Out of context. I'm Gotta assuming that's goals. what he's, what he's applying goals. it to. I assume that's what he means. All right. Yeah, and Edward also asked a good question. How did he not crush the buns? I mean, that's these are a lot of, I wish they would have done a picture at least of how he did it so I can know how all these pieces that, fit. That is actually ribs, a really, because he didn't get away with it, so I would kind of like to see a diagram of where... On here's, what parts of his body they're hidden. Here's my guess. So the ribs, you strap them to your thigh. Like that can kind of wrap around the thigh. You have to have obviously baggy pants, sweats being preferred, or like hammer pants style. So the ribs, you strap those around your thigh. You can walk with that. The mashed potatoes, 
scoops of them, assume they're pre-made mashed potatoes, and you just swipe them, sure. shove them into your pockets. Sure, let's just go with that. Fill your pockets with mashed potatoes, you know, because it's, it's pliable, it can, you know, form fit to you. Nine pieces of fried chicken. Now, that's, that's a tough one, because you got to put that into a code or something. I don't know how you're going to, like, quietly walk out. I think you'd have to have, like, A, a duster might work with, like, uh, yeah, a duster. With a bunch of pockets on the inside, so you line all your pockets. You know, like the old timey thing where they open Stop up their saying duster. Where God. they open up their duster and like, hey, you want to buy a watch? And they got like a bunch of pocket watches there. Only this guy would just have chicken lining. That's a trench inside. coat. It's not a duster. Lining his duster, and so you got all that taken care of. The hamburger buns—that is the biggest mystery. That is the biggest mystery of how he keeps those unsquished. I can't solve that one that easy. Okay, so duster has like the little. Um, it has the arm flaps on the so- on the yeah, top. Fancy stuff, yeah. Like the no, Undertaker. but it has like the, ex- like the, the extra layer. The Undertaker wears a duster. Mm. Yeah, it's got some frills. But man, with all the yeah, all the pockets on the inside lined with chicken. All right, well, we're just gonna leave that. That's that. All right, there you go, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Okay. All right, that's that's. We really need great. to get to the answers to the bottom of to the bottom of all this. But all right, we'll leave it where it is. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment And don't Radio. forget to pick up your tickets, funemploymentradio.com slash experience. Ten American dollars yes. per ticket will get you the chance to come and hang out with us for our first live event of the year. Uh, it's going to be on a Saturday, Saturday, January 27th, the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Please come support us. Come support the Landmark Saloon. Some, uh, come support Not Your Mom's Iced Tea, which is our fine sponsor. Come get samples, Absolutely. prizes. We'll have a. We'll be playing a movie afterward. We'll have free bingo. We just want to spend the day with you. We kind of want to have a fun employment radio festival with you, indeed, alongside you, indeed. So get your tickets for the live event. That part it has to be ticketed. So to see the live show and the live performance by a comedian and get the free sample, that's the ten dollars, and you get to come and join us with the bar. The bar will be closed at that point, so it's just going to be all of us in there. It's going to be a really, really so cool, be like fun a fancy way to start off the private day. Private party. It's a VIP party, and then after the VIP event, then it opens up to the public, and that's when we'll play the movie, and everybody else can come on down, and, uh, and then we'll play bingo after that. So get your tickets, though. Get your tickets for the. VIP part of the experience. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone. Why are you talking like that? For tuning in to our show. We really do appreciate it. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or something like that. You know, Make sure you get the podcast downloaded. Subscribe to the live stream on our website. And, yeah, just uh, thank you for your support. We're looking forward to a lot of fun here in 2018. We've got a lot of stuff planned. A lot of things in the works, and we'll have more details soon. And thank you to everybody who's been writing in saying that you are interested in the potential Alaska trip. I am getting details on that. Yes. We'll get that back to you. Um, tomorrow's show will go off according to plan at noon, noon o'clock. Thursdays, Thursday, this Thursday might be a little bit different. Uh, yeah. be, we've got a thing that we've got to go do, but we'll let you know more about that tomorrow. Uh, but uh, tomorrow's show will be at our usual time of noon o'clock Pacific. Uh, again, too, if you... Something as comedian. Is Sarah doing stand-up again? Never. Never. Well, you have to go to find out. Or maybe this is my New Year's resolution. Maybe Sarah is the surprise comedian for the VIP event. $10. $10, and you can get in there and find out if it's Sarah. I thought we weren't going to say anything. 
Well, it's fine. Okay, it no, it's totally it's not a mystery. Me. It's a mystery. Let the mystery be. Also, if you do know anything about uh, trucks, let's say you know a lot about a 2003 Ford Ranger, um, send me an email. Footemploymentradio at gmail.com. I need help. Help me. Also, if you have a duster, I want to go undercover and I want to solve this problem. All right, Don't thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for Tim Lebwith coming on. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.